Well, happy Wednesday, everybody. Welcome to chapel. My name is Paul Borsman. I'm one of the chaplains, and believe it or not, this is my 26th year on the campus ministry team. I got the best job. I got the best job in the world. I just eat tons of pizza. I drink uh, boatloads of hot chocolate as I get to hang out and do life with folks like you. It's an awesome privilege, and I bless God that I get to do it. So, question, how many caught uh, any movies at the theater this summer? Any theater goers? Whoa, everybody's Netflix, all right. There were some good ones this summer, not bad. How about Avengers Endgame? Yes, we got a couple of those, nice. Toy Story 4, you got any? Beautiful. Spider-Man, Spider-Man, love Spider-Man. Let's go Disney, Lion King, yeah. And of course, Aladdin, how many? Come on, come on. No, don't be ashamed of Aladdin. Come on. I can show you the world. Come on, come on. Shining, shimmering. Tell me, princess, now, when did you let let your heart just... Come on! It's a whole new world. A new fantastic point of view, no one to Just the women now. Yes! All right, that's good enough, good enough. Come on, Aladdin. Don't tell me you didn't see it, y'all saw it. It's a great flick. Okay, get, get in Aladdin view, Aladdin view, uh, mode here. One of my favorite scenes in Aladdin is when Princess Jasmine and Aladdin meet for the first time. You getting there? Okay. But their encounter is cut short because they realize they're being pursued by the henchmen of the evil wizard Jafar. You got this one? And so they're trying to escape and they're running on the rooftops of the city. You with me? Do-do, do-do. They're running on the rooftop city until they run out of rooftops, right? And all of a sudden, you got the scene in, in your mind? Aladdin turns to Princess Jasmine, hand outstretched, and says, do you trust me? And she looks back at the henchmen coming. She looks back at Aladdin, and then finally at the last minute, grabs his hand, and they jump. Do you trust me? Trust is one of the most fundamental and essential element needed in establishing any kind of meaningful relationship. And the kind of trust that I'm talking about is not some cheap, cheesy kind of trust like you would find in an episode of The Bachelor or Bachelorettes. No, no, no. <laughs> not that kind of trust. I'm talking, I'm talking about a robust and engaging trust that is willing to invest personally and actively give of oneself. The kind of trust is is so much more than just affirming something or acknowledging something or even believing. Because in some cases, we can believe in someone, but we don't actually trust them. In some cases, there can be a significant difference between believing and trusting. Let me share a story with you that maybe will clarify the difference that I'm talking about. In the late 1800s, there was a famous tightrope walker by the name of Blondin. And one day, Blondin announced that he was going to 
construct a tightrope across Niagara Falls and that he was going to walk it. The news traveled like wildfire, and on the designated day, over 10,000 people came out to watch Blondin. And Blondin successfully walked across Niagara Falls, and the crowd went crazy, chanting his name, Blondin, Blondin, Blondin. He hushes the crowd. He says, how many believe that I can walk back on the tightrope across Niagara Falls? In one voice, we believe, we believe, we believe. Blondin hushes the crowd again. He said, how many believe that I can walk back across that tightrope with somebody on my back? In one voice, we believe, we believe, we believe. Then Blondin said, who will that person be? Dead silence. Till one person stepped forward, and for the next several hours, on the back of Blondin, walked successfully across Niagara Falls. Now, the point of the story is blatantly clear, isn't it? 10,000 people that day said, we believe, we believe. But only one person trusted and entrusting their life in the hands of Blondin. When it comes to faith or having a relationship with God, I've noticed over the years that there's a lot of people who say, we believe, we believe, we believe. But there's only actually a few who really trust God. I came across a poll recently that said 80%, 80 plus percent of Americans believe in God or a higher power, but yet only 13% actually live it out. The Bible talks a lot about trust and about a God who continually extends his hand out to us and says, do you trust me? Because here's the reality. Every season of your life, take it from an old man, 60 years old, every season of your life, God is going to extend out his hand to you and to me and say, do you trust me? And we got a choice. And the choice is either we trust God or we do it our way. Recently, I was talking to a friend of mine who went through a very painful divorce. And she said to me, I really never loved him. I knew it on the wedding day. Which, which made me ask her, then why did you marry him? I'll never forget her response. She said to me, I married him because my biological clock was running out. Translated, I didn't trust God. I didn't trust God enough that in his timing that he would bring somebody into my life that I could love and that he could love me. She did it her way. I believe a lot of the problems we get ourselves into, whether financially, sexually, relationally, emotionally, have a lot to do with how much do we really trust that God is a good God and that he has our best interests in mind. So the next time you're tempted to think that way, is God really good? Is God had the best interest in mind for me? The next time you are tempted to think that way, which is probably going to be sometime today, I want to give you a verse that I want you to put in your back pocket, not only for this year, but for the rest of your life. One verse, Psalm 56, 9, says this. This I know that God is for me. This I know that God is for me. I want, I want you just to 
close your eyes a minute and just say that quietly to yourself right now, claiming this truth for yourself. Wherever you're at, this I know, that God is for me. Because what is it for you? Where are you struggling right now to trust God? Is it, is it, is it in finding where you fit into Hope College right now? Is it trusting him? Like, will you bring a friend, please, into my life right now? Is it cancer within your family? Is it just getting cut from one of the athletic teams recently? Is it trusting God with your classes even though you bombed one of your first college class assignments already? Is it trusting him with your parents' divorce or, or wrestling with sexual integrity or future marriage and vocational calling? Is it trusting him with a, with a brother or sister who is far from the Lord right now? Or is it past mistake that seems to follow you around like a shadow? What is, what is it for you? Here's what I want you to know. This I know, that God is for you and that God can be trusted. God, that's our prayer today. You know every person in this room. You know the things that they're wrestling with and struggling with right now. To hand those over, to trust you with them. And so, loving God, let them recite this verse over again and again until it becomes truth to them. This I know, that God is for me. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Go in peace.